0: Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Tear down this wall. All oh, the band is out on the field! He's gonna go into the endow! And hey, what's it gonna do with Hulkamania? Say no to drugs.
1: Eat my shorts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, hello and welcome to the Bastards of Babylon Podcast, episode 18. Ooh, yeah. The SCO show? Mm. Along with our podcast is now officially old enough to vote. And do you think. Can drink it, beer? No, cannot drink beer. What? It can if we're there, since we're its parents. So. I was well, as long as we buy the podcast of beer, it can have it. Mm. Uh, at least in this state. In most restaurants. Yeah. I wonder, though, if our podcast voted, would it vote for fascists or fascism?
0: Our podcast?
1: Yeah, would our like, podcast, would it like, would it vote like for our, fascism?
0: Our listeners? No.
1: No, like the podcast itself. I mean, it's 18 now, so.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. It gets to make um, its own choices, you know? Yeah, well... That's assuming that it hasn't chopped off his dick and balls. And, <laughs> and are we assuming that our podcast is a boy? Could it be a girl? <laughs> we're getting into scary territory there.
1: I mean, it's hard to say in this day and age. I think it was a boy. Uh, if you looked at, mm. you know, the content and the fact that I don't know though, we're two dudes that made it. So I'd like to envision our know.
0: podcast as a uh, just supermodel brunette. This <laughs> is just in my mind. I just, <laughs> just just spitballing here of oh, uh, like a fucking hot brunette, maybe about five four, 130 pounds, because she's got a big juicy ass. Of course.
1: Well, I'm glad she's eighteen at this point. Holy yeah. shit!
0: Oh, I keep forgetting that. That yeah. is that is legal though. So that's but that's in that look. That's in that admire, just don't touch territory. Like you can appreciate it. Appreciate you at the pool doing what you're doing uh i cannot look at you long or make any kind of physical contact with you but i see you you're gonna be a good hot mom in about 12 years
1: it depends on what town you're in whether or not you can uh partake
0: well in in uh in arkansas and louisiana they don't call those pools they call them ponds so (laughs) they, they just congregate at the mud hole they
1: don't wait for those girls to be 18 are you fucking kidding me holy shit
0: 14, hit your period. You're What are you, what are you waiting on? Jeez. Oh
1: my God. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of uh, people that are legally able to vote and have sex if they want to, but still look like they're 14, our girl Karen Jean, she had her moment of the week. Uh, now,
0: Karen Jean.
1: Karen Jean. I say, I say. <laughs> So Peter Deucey, our boy, our boy, the deuce, the deuce finally hit her with the, uh, the 2016 tweets that, uh, mm. everybody knew that she had hit and he'd been kind of saving them. So he, uh, called her out and was like, Hey, you know, in 2016, you tweeted that Trump stole the election. Mm-hmm. So, and then she <laughs> said, and I quote, I knew this was coming. i was waiting, Peter. Oh. So then Peter Ducey <laughs> asked if denying the election results isn't extreme now, then why wasn't it extreme then? Her right. answer, and mm-hmm. I quote, that comparison you just made is ridiculous.
0: Oh, okay. Because? Is there a follow-up?
1: Yeah. She said that she, and he was like, he's like, whoa, you, he's like, how is it ridiculous? She's like, look, just let me answer your question. I'm trying to answer your question. He said no you're not you just called it ridiculous. <laughs> she said that oh, those goodness. tweets were actually pertaining to the fact that voter rights had been restricted and that's that's what she was talking about. In 2016, way before you know any of that shit was ever come up as an issue, that's what she was talking she was clairvoyant
0: mm-hmm. in
1: her tweet and like somehow mm-hmm. Circumvented all the uh, sedition talk and all that shit. Yeah, she. So it's, it's ridiculous. So taking her,
0: taking her for a word, which obviously she's completely lying. uh yeah. What what voter restrictions were there in 2016?
1: Yeah, there was no follow up to that because she was mm-hmm. like, uh, she she said that, and then she filibustered for about 20 seconds, and then she's yeah. like, "All right, we got to move on. We have yeah, to move on." That's enough follow- from
0: you, Peter. You're you're just yeah. uh, I, look. I told you voter restriction. It, Completely out of context, nothing the same. Moving on, moving on. I don't that want to answer this. That comparison
1: joke. you made is just ridiculous.
0: Look, I mean, I just I just talked about this on the Football and Freedom uh, show that I did. And by the way, hit subscribe. If you subscribe, you get this show, you get the Football and Freedom show, you get the I Mean It show about Sevis, and you get the FGH Football Glory hole. which it's football season, guys. Get in it get on it subscribe and get all that greatness but i just talked about this because get it's in whole, it
1: and get on it just like your favorite whore. <laughs> as
0: long as she's as long as she's 18 like our like our like our show is right, today. Uh, right. good for good for me not for thee it, it is the democrat way like i mean that's you call them out on something that's literally exactly the same and they will just say "Nah, it's not it's, not even, it's not even close to this comparison. Thing. That's ridiculous. So they, they make you think you're taking crazy pills. Uh, and I'm sure Ducey, my God, bless his heart, he has to go there every single fucking day and deal with this shit. I would, I would just lose my fucking mind, which tells me he probably doesn't care that much about either side. He's just there doing a job, and his role is to play this. You know, It's
1: probably entertaining he, as fuck to him. Yeah,
0: and if you don't care – Really that much, it'd be fucking great entertainment. You're just fucking loving it. Um but you for someone see that...
1: the picture with him and uh old Firecrotch together at the uh what are that annual meeting where they, you know, kinda yeah, let and... the media take shots at them, like
0: Yeah, and that's and that's you're just fine. There posing together that's like fine. Eh, you know, that's you got a...
1: a job to do, I got a job to do. It's all professional, nothing personal. Come here, sweetheart. At
0: least at least oh um what's her name? Say it again. Firecrotch. Yeah, what was her actual name? Um, Some of Saki. It. Yeah, at least Saki it to, it to me. me, baby. At least she. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to go back and like maybe I'm just not remembering perfectly, but I don't remember just a straight up, direct blatant lie.
1: Oh uh, no, she did it constantly. Yeah.
0: Like, but like directly like that? Like, no, no, no. That's that's not that's a that's a bad comparison. She would spin yeah. it. She would she would spin the wheel and she eventually get around. She was way better at spinning
1: yeah. it. Yeah, she at least had. I mean, you knew she was lying. I'm trying to think of something specific. Uh, during the whole COVID thing, when they were like, you know, they kept going. Well, she kept get put in a bind. You know, mask, no mask. You said no lockdowns. Now there's lockdowns. You said no mandate. Now there's mandate. <laughs> and you know, so she always just kept saying, ah, you know. The science has changed, information has changed. Green
0: zones, red zones, orange zones, I don't know. Who gives a shit? The orange zones is for the
1: unloading and loading of passengers only. (laughs) No, Diane, you stupid bitch. The orange zone is for the unloading of luggage.
0: (laughs) Can you believe that guy? He's in a fucking, he's in an orange zone eating his fucking dinner inside with no mask. What let's kill him. Let's
1: kill him. Shoot him. He's a fascist. Kill him. Kill him. Mm-hmm. Speaking of your uh, podcast, The Football and Freedom, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the fact that Pedo Hitler is really taking <laughs> off. Uh, because I've, that dude...
0: Oh, that's going to stick.
1: At the red speech now, as it's being called. Mm. Which, first of all, boys and girls, you know, you have to understand. If you don't understand this, I don't know, you're either too young to get it, or you just, I don't know how you've missed it in your whole life. But when it comes to Famous people, period. Very little goes unplanned, untouched, un-thought about. They have a whole team of people around them that just think of shit all the time. This Mm -hmm. looks good. That doesn't look good. You you should wear this. You got a beer at this time. This event is good for you. This event is bad for you. Don't say this. Please say that. Whatever. And that's just regular-ass famous people. When you're the president of the United States of America, Mm -hmm. it's not just you know, speeches and all this other stuff. They literally take classes. They are literally all coached. They're coached how to stand in different settings, how to stand when at a charity mm-hmm. function, how mm-hmm. to stand when at a diplomatic meeting, where in the room to stand, where in the room to sit, how to sit, when to sit. And it's funny because everybody's making fun of Biden on the, on the, his little cue card or whatever. He has that card because he's literally been taught this routine, he just cannot remember it anymore. But if you wanted to tell the truth about it, every president has had that card. It's just been in their cognitive mind because they're not goddamn senile. But they're right. all the same exact way programmed. You stand here. You mm-hmm. extend your hand first. You don't wait. You should, You push, point your shoulders in this direction shaking this person's hand. You stand a little bit more reserved and shaking this person's hand. It's what about all... shaking
0: nobody's hand? Where does that... Is that taught in class? That
1: one's confusing. That one is. I'm not. I'm not sure what the play is there when you're shaking hands with Casper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Casper's probably easily intimidated. He's obviously <laughs> already seen the other side of where we're going, so he's probably not scared of shit. Uh, before
0: you Before you finish your thought, I want to stick on that handshaking thing because I don't know if you've ever. Um, you can, these are all videos online YouTube. We can find them, but like. Uh, Again, Trump is Trump is a douchebag. He's got a lot of things that' are wrong with him. But there's one thing that he knows how to do is control a situation with nonverbal and verbal, um, you know, matters. But like if you were watching him shake the hands of dictators, I mean, he will go in. He'll 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 grab their hand and he'll almost yank them to him. Like, no, no, you're coming to me. He'll forcefully yeah. and they're almost like moving forward. Like, oh, okay. Like that's that. There's an art to that. And then that, their
1: elbow. Cup he the does that.
0: He, do, he does. He does a good the elbow too. Cup the elbow. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, he's he knows how to do the handshakes and show you know dominant power uh, on the world stage. The current guy is shaking Casper's hand, so <laughs> I don't know, man. You tell me. Maybe maybe on, oh, maybe Jean Pierre Jean Pierre. She can tell us which one is better. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I've got my thoughts.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, back to my point. My point about all that is, every single fucking detail, when you are the president of any country, all of that is taken into account. So if you think for one second that any of that theater that you saw during the Red Speech was by accident, or we didn't think about this camera angle or this lighting, or the fact that if we angle the camera up, which is a cinematic trick to show power, right, when you see authorities or figures of authority or power in films or on television. The camera's always pointed up at them because you're looking up. The perspective is up. Camera down, pointed up at him. Red lights behind him. Mm-hmm. Marines right there. The whole thing, I mean, the dimly lit surroundings. Had Freedom Hall, no less. And don't think that that wasn't part of it either. Mm-hmm. All of that, all of that together. And at the same time, the man stands up there and calls 50% of the country fascist. Mm-hmm. So while standing up there like fucking Emperor Palpatine of a goddamn Star Wars movie, he's calling you the fucking bad guy and the funny thing is if you've ever seen the Star Wars movie, that literally fucking happens It literally happens
0: I... there's a great
1: line in there and they say so this is how democracy dies to thunderous applause because in that movie when they made emperor when they made Palpatine the Emperor, hmm it was to thunderous applause from the whole republic all the representatives now there wasn't thunderous applause going on for Man. biden but more of
0: a smittering
1: oh my god there's like 50 people at every speech he does by the way
0: <clears throat> so here here's my theory on that and uh, it's it's one that i've expressed on on this show and other shows uh along the same lines is like yes yeah, so you're 100% right that's all on purpose and i think the purpose to take it a step further i think they are begging same thing with the trump raid they are begging another um quote-unquote insurrection uprising by by the uh, by the the Republicans or the you know the crazy right they're begging for that because and when that happens that's the whole news line for months we're carrying it right into election season they are they're they're saying they're poking the bear they're like that's why that's, it's it's intimidating. It's like we have the power. You're you're y'all are terrible. Uh, it's just it's they're trying. They're trying to they're trying to get us to jump off sides. Like take the football. They're fucking hard counting. They're they're doing the head bobbing on the snap. They want <laughs> they want us to jump off sides. So not Kamala that anybody's really good at the head bob,
1: by the way. She's Man, like she's, she's like fucking it. Aaron Rodgers when it comes to doing the head bob and the hard count. She has you know head-bobbed
0: I mean. her way to the <laughs> White House. Uh,
1: she can give me a fucking hard counter, too. I promise you yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so yeah, I, I think it's on purpose. I think it's I think it's to get some sort of uh, public show of insurrection or just rioting, whatever. Because obviously we know that, like, if, if there's any kind of small uprising of Republicans, it's going to be front-page news, but we can burn down the city. Uh, and it's and uh, you know BLM or Antifa, they can burn down a city, and it's eh, it's a, you know, it's a give them the give them the space to um the space to protest or whatever it was.
1: That's how Jean Pierre or sorry uh, Karen Jean Karen Jean ended her answer today, which like I saw the forty five seconds tell you, but then I saw like the full afterwards, and I was like, it's even worse in the full context because she said she starts off with that shit, spends it. And then spins it to Of course, she brings up January sixth, and said, you know, and and Republicans trying to display this as a a peaceful pro, a mostly peaceful protest. She said there was nothing peaceful about it. Uh, you know, people lost their lives. Oh, and 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 police officers were attacked. They There's were, nothing. and they
0: were, and, and that's some fine. of them were.
1: No, it's yes. a terrible thing. However, yes. she said she brought in the mostly peaceful you try to say it's mostly peaceful like where is the irony you said it was mostly peaceful you burnt cities to the fucking ground Talk about cops being attacked they were killed yeah a nationwide fucking insurrection whatever you want to call it
0: billions of dollars in property damage uh hundreds of lives lost if you take the whole summer of 2020 and add it together which why wouldn't you like who cares if it's fucking one day or a whole summer like if you add it all together it's billions and dollars of property damage small business owners who a large quantity are minority business owners lost their businesses and all because uh you know give, give them the space you know
1: no because the politicians like pelosi and aoc they're all out there on twitter still those tweets aren't been deleted get in the streets these people yeah. need to feel uncomfortable
0: they're Get allowed. in the
1: streets.
0: Good for me, not for thee, baby. Good for me, not for thee. And it's Love both it.
1: wrong. The January sixth shit is wrong. That's the other thing too. She's like, oh, and the Republicans are just praising this activity. Like, bitch, nobody's nobody praising this Fucking activity. Fucking nobody
0: does that. That's what pisses me off. Nobody says that's a good thing. That's the thing. Is like we will say that that was a bad thing, and the people who actually attacked people in in that uh, in entering the Capitol, they should be in jail here's the deal though there's still hundreds of people who just walked in that was january 6 2021 it is august is that right january yeah. yeah january 6 2020 it's august 2022 september august September. what is it yeah september. september 2022 there's still people in that in jail being held who didn't do any violence they were just in the capitol now they should be arrested for something like trespassing uh, you know, whatever you want to do, should they be in jail for a year and a half, they did no violence, they just walked in, a fucking hell no, and, and if she calls that apologizing for an insurrection, then she can kiss my white ass, because that's not an insurrection, <laughs> you walk into a building that people are walking into, that's not an insurrection, you don't do any violence, that's not an insurrection, that's trespassing, that doesn't take away from the people that actually did violence, and they right. should be dealt with, all, but, but it's like, this whole situation pisses me off, because there's no consistency, no congruent uh you know policy to this or or explanation for this so that's that's what i can't stand about it
1: well here's the other thing too that and biden said this again at the red speech or whatever he said it several times now so it's not just a one-off or he went off the teleprompter or whatever he said several times if you think that you need an assault or that, that having an assault weapon in your home or fully automatic weapon whatever he said in your home was going to protect you from the government, think again, because you'll need an F-15 if you want to protect yourself from the American government, which, first of all, boys and girls, is your active president literally threatening his own citizens. Number two, he's right. You probably would need several F-15s. Of course. However, if I need an F-15 just to protect my own home, not to go attack anybody. I'm not trying to annex my neighbor's fucking pool. I'm not invading the fucking rest of the street, right? I'm just in my house protecting my home, and I need an F-15. However, at the same time, you're telling me that a dude in a Viking helmet and another one in Chewbacca's fucking underwear, with <laughs> no knives and no guns, mm-hmm. were a quote-unquote breath away from overthrowing the government. Yeah, kiss my fucking balls. How doesn't dumb it, do you think people fucking are?
0: Oh, they think that they're very dumb, and half this country just takes them right up on it. Like, oh yeah, that's, we almost lost our country from a bunch of people walking into a capital, you know, with most no of them weapons, being, no weapons. Most of them just acting like assholes. Yes, uh, but yeah, and the the F fifteen thing, like like that's that's always brought up when when there's a Second Amendment debate, and uh, it's the whole. Well, what do you think your guns are going to do? The government had, they got, you know, all the, you know, all the military, they got, you know, all the uh, high technology and all that stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. Here, that's the deal. It's like, yes, if there is a, an uprising, then we're going to get wiped out. But that's the point. For the government to go and murder 81 million people in the middle of this country and scattered all over, if they're going to, if they're willing to do that, which they're not. Then, then that's what they'd have to do. And the fact that they would have to murder 81 million people with their F-15s means that they would never do it. And the only reason that they would never do it is because we are armed. They'd have to go door to door with military. And if you stay on your ground, the military is going to have to literally execute Americans door to door, and that will never fucking happen. But, but here's the deal. You give up your guns, they don't got to murder you. They already got you, they don't got to go door to door, so that's the whole point. Yes, they could wipe us out with the F 15s, but they will never do that because that's the end of the country, anyway. So, that's I, I just the fact that and he brings like that, that, is that up, it's is,
1: not like the fucking military is a bunch of stormtroopers, like
0: that's not, yeah. And half they,
1: of them, I mean, more, I'd say more, every 90 percent of them tell you to kiss their fucking they're not ass, going to that, shit. yep,
0: they're not that, and that's that's how. That's how revolutions start, because dictators, kings, whatever, through history, they, t- they tell their military to do some things. And eventually, they might they might lay their arms down and say, no, we're not doing that. So uh, it's tricky, tricky, tricky. Well,
1: I mean, again, there's not really that much tricky that you could say that Chewbacca was a breath away from being king of America. Oh, no- should we? No knife and no fucking gun, but yet I can't. <clears throat> I got no chance to fit in my house with a fucking you know AR-15. That's what you're trying to tell me. Like,
0: all right, I those got, two
1: things don't fucking add up.
0: No, they definitely don't. I've got two stories here, and I'm gonna let you pick because I don't know if we have time to get to both. We'll see. Uh, do you want the tranny story? You know, you know me. I'm staying on brand. I'm going to a tranny. Um, or do you want Aaron Rodgers on um, Joe Rogan?
1: Let's go with the tranny story. I haven't heard this Hi, one. Yes. I love the <laughs> tranny
0: stories. All right. So <clears throat> there is a tranny in prison. Well, actually, let me start at the beginning. There's a man named uh, Patrick. What's his last name? Patrick Trimble. That's his dead name. His name now is Patricia Trimble. He's in his, like, 50s now I or whatever. He didn't even try. Nah. Patrick to pit- Patricia.
1: <clears throat> well, Good you Lord. know.
0: They got to keep it simple. They got to keep it Most simple. Most of them
1: don't. I mean, used to, yeah, back in the day, but uh, now you it's got, like.
0: Well, Ellen Page went to Elliot Page. I mean, that's they They try to like keep it along the same I always forget some about of them her. Here. Yeah. How's the
1: rest of the world, though?
0: So anyways, this guy has been in prison for like, I don't know, 30 years, something like that. I, I 42, 42 years in prison. Sorry. He yeah, ra- have some
1: overdo library books or something.
0: Not funny you say library because he's kind of like like he this long story short, he is being published in like Harvard uh publishing things. He's been he gives um lectures, I guess you would say, at Missouri College. Uh he does all this because he is a LGBTQ p like <laughs> almost professor in college or excuse me, in prison. Like he's teaching these prisoners how to you know deal with being trans and all this stuff um and i if you really want um, to um it's all the little baby bastards out there if you really want to get sick go to uh google patrick trimble and there's an article okay. uh, in in the prison journalism if you go to that you'll find the you'll find the whole story about him it'll make you sick because in this entire write-up story about about this tranny not once is there a mention about the two nine year old girls that he raped in the woods? No. There's not one mention, there's not one mention that when he went to prison immediately and was waiting sentencing, he had a, uh, I'm, a I'm assuming retarded, they don't get into much details, mm-hmm. mentally challenged <clears throat> um, inmate who he tortured, raped, and eventually murdered <laughs> while awaiting sentencing. None of that is in here. It's just a fluff piece about how this brave (laughs) tranny, this brave tranny, is doing so much good work and and doing so much uh, awesome things for uh, you know transsexuals uh, in the prison um, you know system. So it's just I see these things. I like I like to bring these things to light because look, like I said before, I think the trannies are the um, tipping point of this country. Like we're either going to live in truth or we're going to live in fantasy land. And I think how we deal with this training situation and the whole, you know, what they're doing to kids with, with the, uh, you know, giving, starting to give them the, the hormone therapy and eventually the surgeries at as young as, you know, 15 and 16, like this is what's going to decide which way this country goes. Because you can't have fucking little kids getting their parts chopped off and taught that they can be a little boy or a little girl opposite of their sex and have a, just have a normal civilized society that believes in standards and morals. You just, in my opinion, you cannot have both. So this is the fork in the road for this country. And that's why I always like to bring it to light and talk about it. Anytime I see a story that is just ridiculous. So this guy's being praised. He, he's been in jail forever. He's being praised as like a, you know, quote unquote rainbow hero uh, hero. So, yeah, he raped two nine-year-old girls in the woods. So that's that's. How
1: fantastic. how has this guy not been beaten to death a long fucking time? <clears throat> I mean, I remember back in the day, if you molest kids, with went to fucking prison. They beat you to death, and nobody guess gave what? a
0: fuck. That's why he killed the dude. He literally said, "I needed to get a different. I needed something worse than just raping nine-year-old girls." So he eventually killed this dude. So that I mean, I guess he got prison credit. I don't know. Like oh oh. Oh, he killed somebody you're not just a child rapist he's a murderer so I don't know what's prison code we don't we don't kill him now I, I don't know but that's literally what he said it's like I needed something worse uh on my record than just being a child rapist but 42 years he's still alive I don't know
1: unfucking believable it is unbelievable
0: <clears throat> It is unbelievable what they get, what they get away <laughs> with. It, it's, it's, what drives me crazy is like they get away with any, I mean, David Chappelle talks about all the time, like they get away with any fucking thing they want. And everybody is so scared to push back on the trannies. <laughs> Look, man, if we got to be the fucking needle of the storm, I guess we will be, but we I are mean, pushing It's back. not
1: even scared at this point. I think you said it many podcasts ago. It's, it's the new thing to do. It's the new way to gain social credit. Mm-hmm. It's to have the little boy little girl that, you know, feels there a certain way. I saw a picture, actually, this weekend that was so fucking gross. And I try to make sure I don't see any of that shit on social media. Anytime I see any, I block all. I don't yeah. I don't even want to know about it. It's bad, But yeah. this one filtered through, and it was a picture of a 16-year-old girl standing with the doctor, doctor smiling, little girl smiling, shirt open. And she'd already had a mastectomy, double mastectomy.
0: 16 years old.
1: 16 years old. Big fucking scars <sighs> right here.
0: Mm-hmm. That's I what guess. Elliot Page had, yeah.
1: God damn, dude. I like, mean,
0: like, and to just think about that. Like, I mean, we've said it before. Like, you're 16. What the fuck do you know about what you are going to want in the future? At, does anybody know really what? I, I, you're, you, first of all, your brain doesn't fully develop until your early 20s, early to mid 20s your frontal lobe is not fully developed. And guess what, what does the frontal lobe do? Decision-making. Like it's your decision-making part of your brain. And we're taking these kids that that are years away from a fully developed brain and allowing them to make these life altering changes to their fucking body. It's criminal, it's criminal. Like it, like it, this is literally a criminal thing that if we don't get our, we don't change, then we will fall, but that will be the fall of us for sure.
1: Well, or the gonna separation. Ha- what's going to fucking happen is this whole generation that's going through this and their fucking shitty parents are encouraging it, allowing it, promoting it. These kids are going to grow up and the ones that don't kill themselves, which a large group of them will, the ones that don't will be so fucking miserable and hate their parents and but we'll we'll see documentaries, dude, when we're older. Of these kids, and they're, when they're our age, so whatever, mm-hmm. in 20, 20 years, whatever it is, 25 years, they'll be our age on, if Netflix is still a thing, they might just beam it straight to your brain at that point, who knows? But whatever the fucking streaming device is, they'll have whole documentaries of the alphabet kids or some shit like that, it'll be the name mm-hmm. of it, and <clears throat> they'll all be miserable or they'll all be killed. They've all murdered themselves, and it'll be, I can't believe, I can't believe that my parents... I love this dude. I can't believe it. The society just went along with it, and they could. And then it'll be that's a society. weird,
0: that's a weird trans voice, but I like it.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll be like the the um, what, are, what are they call when when it's muffled? It's like, oh,
0: the like, hidden boy, art. you know. I, you know, I, what's, I can't believe the my parents probably do that. What's funny that is there are, there are, you can google, you can find these groups of uh, they call it trans regret. Um, uh, and I don't have like the website or anything. There are trans regret groups out there but they get silenced and suppressed uh all the time yeah they're they're not the they're just people that weren't satisfied with the surgery is what they'll say they did just all the excuses that that you would come up with But but
1: again when it when it comes full circle the whole movement will be dead and these people will will all regret the shit or not all nothing's nothing's absolute let's say whatever percentage the majority of them Again, we'll either regret or be dead from suicide, some sort of combination of that. And it'll be only the minority that are still happy with this decision. It's just because it's not, like you said, you're you're playing make-believe. And now maybe some of these people do feel this way and they are happier. There are plenty of them that are happier. I'm not saying, again, nothing's absolute. But the majority of them are just doing it because it's the thing to fucking do.
0: Yeah, and and uh, and to that, and to that, the studies you have to be careful when you read a study about um, post-op um, opinions uh, and how they feel about themselves post-op because a lot of these studies they'll ask them like, you know, a year later, are you happy with your transition? That's not good enough. Of course, you're going to be like, you have to do a ten yeah. year, twenty year, which which we barely have the data to support this. But like you said, we will in twenty years now we'll have a whole swath of generations. That have been put through this and you'll have large data and you'll be then you'll be able to see that in 10 20 30 years the amount of people that regret this because they were and it, and it's only gonna get worse like you said because now it's now it is a social contagion and it's the cool thing to do and half our fucking kids in high school and college are so whacked out and confused and think they're they think they're on some sort of spectrum binary rainbow thing like they are all so fucked up that it is unbelievable what's going to happen to them in 20 30 years but um like i even though it's might maybe a um fight that we can't win in our lifetime i'm still going to talk about it all the time i'm still going to fight the fight because what they're doing is child abuse and whether it's a winning cause or losing cause i'm always going to fight against what i think is child abuse
1: well i mean at the end of the day at least when it all comes to fruition you know and we're not bigging it. I told you so. but at least we got a record <clears throat> of saying
0: what when will we're in happen. Our 70s, we'll be in yeah, our 70s. Yeah, I, I told mean, we're like, we're,
1: you so. No, no, I'm not going to give a fuck. But, I mean, I really don't give a fuck now. People can people can do whatever they want to do. I don't give a shit. I'm just telling you what you are doing is ruining your child's life. And if you're a kid, you're ruining your own life. I'm just telling you what's most likely going to happen to you is you're going to fucking kill yourself. <clears throat> or at, at best, you're going to be fucking miserable. So if you think you're miserable now... Promise you just hanging there, just hanging there. It gets better.
0: Uh uh-uh, look at RuPaul. He's happy. Look at him.
1: He's never <laughs> cut his dick off. He's only he's only ever just fucking dressed up like a woman. Yeah. He's and still that, got that big old Black Johnson.
0: And again, and again, if drag women are a true representation of what women are, then they think so little of you. Like these drag men who dress up as women, that's how little they think of you, women. You, real women, they think you are a fucking caricature of a woman over makeup, overhaired, over sexual, just fucking disgusting. Every other word is bitch. Yeah. So, if bitch. that's what the, and and these are the people you defend, like these are men playing women in the most disgusting role ever. And you're like, yeah, you go queen, you slay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid.
1: Yeah, uh, speaking of that, I saw another video this week <clears> and it just made me think about that. It was uh, one of the drag brunches, drag your kid, the whatever the fuck. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this dude in drag is out there dancing. He's fuck, he went for it. He pulled his cock and balls out in front of the kids and everything. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's really just nice. It's not his cock and balls. It's just where his future vagina is going to be. So it's okay. They
1: don't cut their dick and balls <laughs> off.
0: Some of them do. They know agree.
1: they know what makes their money. It's part of the what,
0: fucking show. So so how in the fuck are just think about the parents who were there and had their kids there, and this dude like <laughs> this dude pulls out like just think about it, if these parents left that show that drag show, they went to a family function, and Uncle Bo Cephas says, "Hey kids, look at this," and pulled out his dick and balls. <laughs> would they would they be fucking? <laughs> would, where they'd be like, "Oh, that's so beautiful. Look at him! <laughs> look at him as expressing himself." No, oh they'd be like, God. "What the fuck, dude?" But but literally thirty minutes before, it was perfectly <laughs> fine. These fucking people are sick, man.
1: Yeah, no, drag queens don't cut off their dick and balls because they like men. <clears throat> they like to, they like to fuck men in the ass. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Makes makes
0: sense. Makes so sense. why
1: would they cut their dick and balls off?
0: Mm-hmm. So so uh, just. Why do, they, why do they even play the charade then? Why dress up as a woman? Why not just be a gay man?
1: No, they are a gay man.
0: So why not just dress like a man and be gay?
1: They like having tits, I guess. I don't know.
0: Oh, God damn. That's enough training. Like, like, I love talking about <laughs> trainees, but I can only take so much. It's one of those like real <laughs> weird things where I can only take so much I get pissed off. Um, so did you hear or listen to <clears throat> the Aaron Rodgers on uh, Joe Rogan?
1: I heard some of it. I heard uh, him call out a couple of the, uh, you know, people that we love to hate.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: fucking Florio from Pro Football Talk. Mm-hmm. Fuck that snowflake. And, uh, <laughs> of course, Keith Overman's <laughs> fucking crazy ass.
0: Oh, God. He is a – I think he's faking it, but it's a good – it's a good – good... You think
1: he's faking it, really?
0: I don't know because
1: – I think he might have re- seriously lost his goddamn mind.
0: Either that, well, that could be true too. But uh, he's making. Actually, I don't know what he's making. I don't know what his ratings are. I don't know if anybody even watches him. But he just—he
1: such... literally just got another show. He had He's been out of work for years.
0: Oh, has he? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay. What was and what was he on?
1: He just got a show somewhere. I can't even remember where. It's just a mm-hmm. podcast too. Like it's not. I'm pretty sure he dude that dude has not worked in years. Years.
0: Yeah. He's been online for a while. Just viewing crazy shit so, yeah, he's uh, online
1: or whatever. he hasn't worked like for a network in a long fucking
0: time uh, okay um what i was, what i was gonna say about the aaron Rodgers on there and i only made it through about maybe 45 minutes to an hour because i cannot i love joe rogan don't get me wrong but i'm sorry man i can't do two and a half three and a half hours of listening to that it's uh no it gets a bit much but the parts I listened to that I wanted to touch on is 100% Aaron Rodgers has been red pilled. Like that dude, uh, he, he didn't, he's going to say that he doesn't like Republicans. He's going to say that he, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't like any of them. And that's fine. Cause you look, honestly, I don't like any of them either. So that's fine. But when he goes in that vo- voting booth booth, if he does vote, I mean, I can tell you which way he's voting. Now he's not voting for the people that shut him down and made him feel the way, uh, the way they did with that whole um situation um and the other thing we know that joe rogan has been kind of red through through the years he's, he's kind of slowly made his way for the same reason he's been attacked by the by these you know people lied about um you know and called out for for things that turned out to be true 100 percent true down the road um but what i wanted to bring up there was a certain part that they talked about when they uh they were you know making fun of all the people that we do and same same type of narrative but they got to Obama and um Obama's an interesting character because when you start talking about Obama you know you'll get you'll have some Republicans and you know obviously all the Democrats but everybody just seems to accept and and say that he was like this awesome great president and uh and even Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers who both you know they've been they've seen the light of last year or two even both of them said he's the best president that we have ever had in their lifetime. And when I heard that, I was like, hmm. And it made me think. And like, and like, I think this is the last kind of hurdle for conservatives to, um, to get over when it comes to politics, because and, and they, and they said it themselves. And, they, and, and when they, when they said that, they are like, here's the reasons why it was like, because he's, he was so stately and uh, he was so cool. And he and he came and played golf with me, is what Aaron Rodgers said. And like, he just remembered a, a situation. Is, and I'm like, okay, guys, that has nothing to do with anything that actually matters mm-hmm. for our country. And it's kind of the last step to get over as, a, as, as being quote unquote red peeled. Uh, and Trump has a big, you know, he's a big part of this because he was not stately and he was so over the top and all that stuff um but it's just because you're stately you can be awful for the majority of this country including democrats because you know as as we know democrat cities run by democrats are doing the worst and they were with obama too he did nothing for the black community he did nothing for the for the underprivileged uh and, and all that stuff so you know so so stately can still be bad for the country over the top and arrogant and ridiculous isn't necessarily bad for the country when you're talking policy. So, I, you know, it, it's just one of those things, like people get comfortable hearing their president or their king or whatever, the their CEO, whatever. People are comfortable with that, just, just you putting out that normal vibe. But what but what really matters is how the company or country is running. Uh, it'd be great to have both. It'd be great to have someone that's stately and well-spoken and seemingly normal like obama's personality was and then have the policy of of some of the other people but i guess my point was that like you know you dig a little deeper just because he's cool and he plays basketball or golf with you and he talks yeah oh red right america blue america you're not straight to the just because he can say all these things <laughs> does not mean that as soon as those cameras and microphone goes off he's not doing horrible things for the uh, majority of this country So. That stuck out to me when I was listening to that. Um, so I don't know what your thoughts are on that or anything else with the, the podcast he had.
1: Uh, I mean, I didn't hear the Obama thing. I mean, it's pretty easy to kind of like that dude, obviously. And it'd yeah, be pretty a, cool if you get to play golf with the president. He I'm is not, cool. I'm not he's a lie. fucking
0: cool dude. He is cool. But, again, yeah. that's <clears>
1: – <throat> Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about what he did or didn't do to say – Honestly, I wasn't really that big into politics while he was there. Uh, So I know it's not as bad as this shit. I know that nothing's ever been like this. I've never seen a president threaten his own people.
0: I would take Obama a million times out of a million over this fucking asshole. But you know, it's this is this is a whole new level. And, And guess what? Obama said it himself. Never underestimate old Joe's ability to fuck things up. And good lord. That may be the truest thing Obama ever said.
1: Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the sad part is for, uh, OAA Ron Rogers is that, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci <laughs> came out and said today, you know what? You're going to have to take a COVID shot every year. Just like the flu shot, you know, mm. cause it's a fucking shot. which again, we don't really deal with that. I told you so's, but I think that, you know, some of us have been saying that for a long time, but guys just get used to it. If you want to take a the shot, just a take the shot. But you're going to take it every year because it's a shot, and that's what you do with shots, just like the flu shot. And then some asshole up there today, and I don't remember who it was, he said, and I quote, and I'm trying to do this for memory, but I think I'm quoting correctly. I truly believe that's why God gave us two arms, one for the COVID shot and one oh. for the flu shot.
0: Oh, my God.
1: That was a quote today from some fucking asshole that works for the government.
0: Oh, was uh, it like a government worker, like on a podium? Oh, Yeah. So he said this in front of cameras at a.
1: I truly believe that's why God gave us two arms. Forget it. Forget about the hundreds of thousands of years that we needed them. You know, to just to be here to build society. No, 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 none of that.
0: So that that actually leads right into uh, Did you hear Biden screaming into the microphone like he like he likes to do? That that he defeated. <laughs> that he defeated pharma. We beat pharma. Did you know that? <laughs>
1: Dude, when he does that, you know what it reminds me of? And I was literally fucking saw that shit and started laughing so hard because it reminds... Remember the movie Super Troopers?
0: No, you know I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Super Troopers? You do that every time I tell you that, and it's the same thing. No, I haven't seen it yet.
1: Well, anyway, the fat guy in there, his name's Farva. in this... I mean, it's a collection of guys that make movies or whatever. Everybody knows what I'm talking about except for you. Anyway, the part where <laughs> they're at the fucking party, and it's an open bar... And he's like, open bar, dude. And like, calm down, Farva. And he's fucking just slamming beers after beers after beers. And all of a sudden, he's just by himself. Like, this, I forget what it has. Something terrible just happened. And he busts in with two bottles of champagne shaking. Boo blows. I was like, ooh, Farva's number one. Farva's number one. He's like celebrating by himself. And the whole room <laughs> is dead silent. Because something terrible, I forget exactly what just happened. Like, that's what... Biden reminds me, he reminds me of Pharma every time, like, I'm, I'm the best! I'm just <laughs> screaming in the mic for no fucking reason. Everybody's like, bro, where, what did they become from? What are you talking about right now? And we oh, defeated Pharma! Shit.
0: We defeated Pharma! We beat them this year! I, we, we did it! And i just like, I'm sorry, you beat Pharma? They're more fucking loaded now than ever. Most of our country is hooked on some sort of pill or multiple pills. What the fuck are you talking about? So
1: here's the thing with that whole, and this is what pisses me off about this shit, and this is where I get fired up, is when they're just openly fucking crooks. So this motherfucker made millions of people take these fucking shots, made it happen, making these companies millions and millions and hundreds of millions of fucking dollars. Mm -hmm. And then once he does that, he's like, hey, remember what I did for you? Now, give me this little small thing here for me, which of course they do because they're going to kick other money under the fucking table to him. And then he claims victory like he's won some huge <clears throat> victory for fucking people like you motherfucker. You literally stole yep. hundreds of millions of dollars from the fucking U.S. government that we will eventually have to fucking pay for. It was like, oh, my COVID shot was free. Nothing is fucking free. Nothing. You idiots.
0: Nothing. Not even this, not even this show is free because it costs your time. Literally nothing is free completely. Um, but that, you know, that's funny because, uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast, also they were talking about, we're the only country. We're the, we're the only country that allows, um, pharma pharmaceuticals to advertise on TV, on radio, on podcasts. We're the only one like they're literally out there pimping their fucking drugs and selling it to everybody (laughs) we beat them though we beat pharma we did it i don't know
1: the hilarious thing is too is for many 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 years and i don't even know actually when this law changed or when it stopped you weren't allowed to advertise liquor on television in america
0: yeah and then it was like certain times and certain channels and yeah
1: it could only be like on cable you still couldn't do it on network tv like you couldn't advertise liquor but at the same time You could tell me about a drug that perhaps will lower my cholesterol, but also perhaps give me anal cancer or at best anal leakage. So some other way or another, yeah, my cholesterol is good, but I'm wearing a fucking diaper or at least some sort of male tampon or whatever you do when you've got a leaky butthole. I don't know. Everybody in the the show.
0: How about everybody in those commercials? They're all so happy. Like, get your HIV meds. And they're just like, woo, we're living life. We're having coffee or at the bar. Just, (laughs) you know. And then, and then, like half the commercial was all those side effects and like, yeah. and like the warnings, and it's like fucking Jesus, like, like the audacity to get up there like, and oh, claim. my
1: condom broke and I bled in your ass last night.
0: That's yeah. oh, all right, we've all had these fucking pills. Let's party, baby. If that happens, just look one 1-800, eight <laughs> hundred one eight hundred monkeypox, and we'll take care of it. Just... <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Look, just
0: call now. You'll get half off on your monkeypox. We might even throw in an extra <laughs> dose of your, your AIDS pills just, just in case. You're obviously getting banged in the ass, so you never know. You never know. But we got you. Big Pharma. We'll take care of you. Isn't oh it man.
1: insane, though? And some of our younger viewers won't understand this, but anybody that is of our generation, Generation X, you know what a big deal AIDS was, at least – Put out there to be for us as kids. We had to learn about AIDS. when We were literally in fucking kindergarten.
0: Yeah. Everybody was going to have it. Everybody's going to fuck. Everybody's got AIDS. Months, in nine months, if you if you have sex, you're all going to have it. You're going to die.
1: That's what they literally told us. We're all getting AIDS. We're all going to die. And yet somehow, the biggest plight to ever face mankind, we cured it. And nobody talked about it. Like I thought as a little kid, I'm serious. I thought, man, I hope that they find a cure for this terrible disease that's killing all these people. And when they do, man, there's gonna be a big parade and they're gonna have a big announce, We cured A, like it's gonna be great. Yeah, nobody fucking said a word when they came up with the cure. Nobody said shit. And now they just advertise that shit. It's like the fucking morning after pill, except for your butthole. It, they don't even fucking make it a big deal. It's not even a big fucking
0: deal. Well, also, if if you're so inclined, you can still Google and find the Great Lord and Savior, Dr. Fauci, in the '80s when it was first coming out, saying that, uh, yeah, you can get it through through contact. You don't. It, it, I mean, this is the early stages of AIDS. It's gonna sound really familiar <laughs> because at the early stages, he got it wrong, was putting out misinformation, saying yeah, you can get it uh, by 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 physical touch, and of course, you know as as it went further and further, turns out you can't just get it from physical touch. So it's it, it, I, 40 years. That was 40 plus, oh, was it 50? Almost 50 years ago now, and this cocksucker is still collecting the largest government check of anybody. He makes more than the president, more than the uh, general, anybody. He gets the most, and he's been wrong, or at least— you know, at certain times has been wrong for 50 fucking years. And that's not even saying the criminal shit he's done overseas with these, with these uh, laboratories. That's and- not true. That's no. a legend. You don't have
1: any evidence. I'll say, ta- I'll sue your
0: balls off. Listen, Senator Paul, I will not <laughs> listen to this. And you're, listen, I am a respected doctor and I've done nothing wrong and I will not listen. <laughs>
1: I'm a man of science. Yeah, oh, not only that, you don't jackass. even have to go back that far. You could just go back to where the fucking swine flu, which, you know, uh, that was one of the things Joe Biden ran on. You remember, he wasn't going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. You know why? Because I already dealt with this virus. Well, me and Barry <laughs> in office, we fucking knocked that swine flu the fuck out.
0: Oh, did he?
1: Yeah, mm. and there was a clip. You can go back and watch clips of Fauci talking about the fucking swine flu, and what did he say to do? We were like, do we need... Shots? Do we need a vaccination? Do we do this. He's like, no. He's like, you just need natural immunity, herd immunity.
0: Mm, That's mm, all you mm, need to do.
1: Everybody just needs to catch it and move on.
0: Almost like it was a plan. Almost like, like it was almost a plan. like this whole Corona thing in a lab was it in a lab? Was it a fucking penguin? Was it a fucking this? Was it that? Almost like <laughs> it was all part of a plan. It would be so much
1: better if it was a penguin than a bat, because like you know, penguins are cute. Like you couldn't picture a penguin just take it
0: out the whole world, but if well, it it's did, not a penguin, it's not a penguin. Like not not the ice. It's uh, oh. it's a uh, what's that? It's a, it's something along the same lines. I'm, I'll Google it. Google it. I thought
1: you were talking about instead of the bat maybe a penguin. You were making a joke, but that would be like so ironic that you know a cute little penguin developed a disease and took out the whole world. Uh, mm. That'd be pretty funny, actually. Because yeah, bats bats are disgusting.
0: I, I think it's. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to find it in time. But I think it's some sort of bat species. <laughs> we're probably sounding like we're sounding like Dr. Felcher right now. But we're saying we don't know for sure. It's like yeah, I don't I have know no idea sure. what you're talking about. I, they call it a ping uh, pingling or a. It's not a penguin. It's like a pingling or ping. Was or... this
1: one of the uh, enemies in the Mario Brothers games?
0: Again, I grew up poor. I did not have Super Mario. Um, we we did our own carts in the driveway and stuff like that. So you tell me, you
1: made your own video games out of cardboard? Yes. Did you? Fucking killed it.
0: <laughs> play the street ball. We had Tecmo Bowl in the street. No, I did have I did have Tecmo Bowl. We 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 moved it on up by Fucking, that by that time.
1: You duck hunt. would just throw your balls at your sister or she's running across the yard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did play. Uh, Boom! Got her. One of my favorite games, and I'll still do this if I'm like – if I have like family get-togethers or there's little kids around and, and little kids I know, that is. Um,
1: I, oh, we used to play. All right there. All right there, yeah. Pedo Hitler.
0: My favorite game that we had when we were kids was – it was uh, hide-and-seek with a home base that you, uh, that you had to – it was the safe, you know, is where you – if you got there, you were safe. The three or four would go out and hide in like a few house radius or whatever it was. But the person that was counting and did the did the seeking, you were loaded up with about four or five tennis balls. And here's the deal: when you find someone, they take off for home base, and if you fucking peg the shit of them, they're out. So it was like (laughs) it's a it was that's the best little kids game because like you know you could be like almost to home base. Like, you're three feet away, and you fucking peg them, drilling right in between your shoulder blades. It's the best feeling ever. Come up uh, firing
1: like fucking raw Mondesi from oh, Ryan Field and just fucking I mean, we, take them down.
0: You would have fucking welts on your fucking thighs. <laughs> 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 so great, man. I love it. Oh,
1: like the Peyton Manning commercial on Saturday
0: Night Live. we just fucking <laughs> yeah, nailing those. I kids. just like that. Just fucking like that. It what the fuck great. are you doing? And that's what I'll do with, like, little kids. I, of course, because I'm an adult, I don't have to move. So it's just great. I can just sit there kind of by the home base. And, you know, kids, they get impatient. They don't hide very well. They're just like – they're, like, showing half a leg. And I'm like, all right, it's, it's time. You got to try to find way. <laughs> I'll be, like, on the couch, like, uh, you know, eight feet away. Like, all right, I can't find anybody. And then they'll just start, like, laughing or something. You're just like, ah, I see an ass sticking out behind the behind the counter there. <laughs>
1: fucking pegging them like Uncle Rico. Yeah, it's fucking great.
0: <laughs> fucking great
1: <laughs> all right well one last little quick hit before we go i just want to let everybody know and i, I know everybody <laughs> was concerned out there in uh, the revolution nation but don't worry i have worked with the white house and i have found our favorite uh, speakers exit plan miss nancy fancy nancy pelosi if she does get beat out and the Falcons do take back the house. And I know everybody was worried, what is what is Nancy going to do? She can't just go back to being a regular ass congressman at her age. You know, she's got to find she got to find a landing spot somewhere.
0: She's done it before, but go ahead.
1: Well, she's too old now. Oh, okay. But we worked it out. She is going to go be the ambassador for us for Italy if she gets the boot. So Who's gonna... us? America? Yeah, America.
0: Oh. So okay. she's gonna
1: go over to Italy and she's gonna drink wine and drink herself retarded, <clears throat> her and her fucking alcoholic husband. Mm-hmm. And they can just go over there and live out the rest of their lives on the you know beautiful beaches of Italy and uh, probably just never be seen from again. That's probably her best, you know. I cause I wanted her and those big, you know, beautiful fifteen-year-old tits to be safe. <laughs>
0: We're ending nope. on this. We're ending on Nancy Pelosi's tits. Uh, there's, there's hey, man, drop. there's, there's, there's place to end. <laughs> There's a drop.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, boys and girls, as always, we always land at a nice soft spot. So. Dream
0: about that tonight, bitches. Fucking <laughs> ending on Nancy Pelosi's tits. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, so many politicians in Washington should be so lucky. Mm -hmm. Anyway, boys and girls, that's going to be it for this week Uh, for the Bastards of Babylon. Please tune in, subscribe to the Revolution Network. We've got this show, Football and Freedom with Longhorn. I mean it with me, and of course, the football yes. glory hole, baby, bum, 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 bum. with both of us, and uh, we are off and fucking rolling. What's silent. that
0: What's that season record, Bo Sevis, for our premium clients? What are they hitting at with, through basically a week and a half?
1: I believe they would be eight and three so
0: far. Yeah. Eight, eight and three. three, people. It's time to jump on board. We're going to have all season of hitting it hard and doing it right just like just like Nancy Pelosi's tits that's what we're going to do we're coming hard after all these games oh.
1: <laughs> you take it
0: away take it away that's not for me
1: all right boys and girls we'll see you next week <laughs>